We are here to frighten and disturb. But before we do that, I'd like to thank our Patreons. Ariana Rodriguez, Dennis, Nurse Mu, Izzy Nash, and John Grills, The Creepy Podcast. We appreciate any help we can get and try to give back as much as we can. And now, listen at your own discretion. You must be either mad or insane to seek out this godforsaken place. But since you're here, I guess I can show you the nest of horrors. Don't fall. Today's story is part 5 of The Body Farm, written by Brian Martinez and narrated by Erosion Rob and Britton Maston. I don't know how to start this except to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry because I have almost no memory of the things I wrote, or even of writing them at all. Three days ago, I woke up in the hospital looking like I'd taken a brisk jog through one of the circles of hell. I had no idea how I'd gotten here, or what happened to me. But from the looks of it, it seemed like I'd been attacked by an animal of some kind. There were cuts and bruises all over my body, and a pretty bad hematoma had coloured my right eye red. I knew who I was and all that, My last solid memory was of job searching after leaving my old job. After that, it gets blurry. It's a bit like trying to remember what your third grade teacher looked like. The nurses have been nice to me, and extremely patient with what I can only describe as my overall confusion with life. But whenever I ask them what happened, they have no real answers. The only information I got out of them was that I'd been found wandering around near the shore, bloody and disoriented. And when someone tried to approach me to ask if I needed help, I nearly clawed the poor guy's eyes out. From there, your guess is as good as mine. And I'm pretty sure it involved some cops and a handcuffed ambulance ride. Apparently, they tested me for drugs and found a bouquet of narcotics in my system. A bouquet. Their words, not mine. Two days ago, one of my neighbors was nice enough to pick up a few things from my apartment, one of which was my laptop. As far as my phone goes, who knows what happened to that thing? It's at the bottom of the ocean as far as I know. Having my laptop is nice, though. I use it to kill time while I wait to get out of the hospital, and also to send my mother an email telling her I was okay. She didn't respond, of course, but at least I did my part. My conscience is clean. You can imagine my surprise when I opened the page titled The Body Farm and found all these things I'd written just days ago about an island full of corpses. I'd never experienced anything like this, but my head was flooded with pictures. Small moments, bits of faces, both alive and dead. Snippets of conversations like sound bites on the news. Each piece was cut too short to make any sense. 
It felt, honestly, like a dream. Something I'd made up to entertain myself. Except... Some of the pictures felt too real. Too grounded to be a dream. I read every word of it. If I blinked more than twice in that time, I'd be impressed. It's a strange feeling, having that kind of distance from something that happened to you. I felt like one of those people who yells at horror movies. Except, the actor on the screen looked exactly like me. I wondered why on earth I would go back to that island. Not just once, but twice. And how I could be so naive about the Doctor. I formed opinions and took guesses as to what the truth was. I'm pretty sure all that missing body and handprint stuff was Terry running around the island being generally insane and becoming frustrated with how it ended. That confession bit? I really wish I knew what I was about to say there. Just ten seconds more and the truth would have come out. Maybe it's better that I don't know. Now that I survived and all. But, as they say, the truth always comes out in the end. Yesterday was a bad day. The pain was stronger than normal. So, the morning nurse gave me an extra dose of morphine, along with all the other antibiotics and various meds they have me on. It helped to dull the pain, but with it, the rest of me was dulled too. The whole day felt like I was being held under warm water, watching the bodies float past, never quite close enough to touch them. It took me a minute to understand what the nurse was saying when she said someone was there to see me, if it was okay with me. All I could say was, can't everyone see me? I mean, had I died and become a ghost? Did they need to ask my permission for me to appear? I said, yes, of course, they could see me. And a minute later, I was looking at a hand holding a badge and someone was telling me his name was Detective Andrews, and he wanted to ask some questions. I took a minute to sit up, drink some water, and shake off the fog. I apologized to the young detective and told him he looked familiar. He was surprised and said he'd actually tried to speak to me a few days earlier, but I'd been too out of it to hold the conversation. You were beat up pretty badly, he said. Can you remember anything from the attack? So it's true. I was attacked. That's what it appears. That's why I'm here. Do you have any reason to think otherwise? I told him I was pretty sure I was attacked, but I was having a hard time sorting out exactly what it was that had attacked me. He could tell I was holding out on him. I don't want to force you to relive a traumatic event, he said. But if you know something you're not telling me, I have to insist for the sake of the investigation. After a few moments, I got my laptop from the side table, opened the bookmark, and spun it to face him. You have to read the whole thing, I told him. He looked confused, but he agreed. A little while later, he closed the laptop and handed it back to me. You can't actually believe this. I'm not sure what I believed. I told him, but a few facts remained. One. I had been attacked by someone or something incredibly violent. And two, some of my memories coincided with the events in the story. He was skeptical, but he said he would look into it on the off chance that parts of the story were based on real events I had distorted.
The brain has a funny way of taking creative licenses, he said. Before he left, I gave him all the details I could drum up, and told him his best bet was tracking down some of those interns who had worked on the island. He told me I was better off not sharing the story with anyone else, including strangers on the internet, for the sake of the investigation. I assured him I had no interest in having people look at me like I was sick in their head, especially when I told them a murderous doctor and a girl with a ghost brother were trying to kill me. I told him that included strangers on the internet. Obviously, I was lying about that part. This morning, the phone by the side of my bed rang. It was Detective Andrews saying he'd found Dr. Christiansen's name attached to the island, but that the university had cut ties with a doctor a number of months ago. He went on to say that records of the interns who had worked on the body farm were sloppy at best. As of yet, he'd had no luck tracking any of them down. But it got better. He also informed me that the police had found no evidence of foul play on the island, other than the signs that it had served as a body farm very recently, a fact on common record, and that any clue to the doctor's whereabouts led invariably to a dead end. A dead end. His words. Here's the final kicker. He asked me if I would go with him to the island. He wants me to show him around the place, take him through the story, maybe even point out where they should be digging for clues. After saying no about nine or ten different ways, and him saying it was the best chance at finding who had hurt me, I agreed, on two conditions. One, we would arrive on the island during the day and leave before it got dark. And two, we would have a full police escort the entire time we were there. The actual words I used were, a buttload of cops, but the meaning was all the same. He accepted my conditions. We go in three days, the day I get out of this hospital. Hope you enjoyed this episode and will join us for more. Thank you.